This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at bjgeeknation.com. Your home is going into foreclosure, and you feel like a financial wreck. You don't know where to turn for accurate information. I'm bankruptcy attorney Travis Gagné. Let's talk about some legal options. If we work quickly, we can propose a plan to save your home, modify the loan, or in many cases, even eliminate your second mortgage. The consultation is free. I've helped hundreds of people just like you make informed decisions about whether to save their home or exit it on a reasonable, organized timeline. The chapter you choose sets the tone for the next chapter of your life. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. Let's play... everybody it's monday take a deep breath we got this it's a great monday <laughs> it's kind of hard to take a deep breath <laughs> you're telling me right it's been a rough weekend for some people but i hopefully with some beat migs we can brighten it up uh but we do have aaron today aaron from shoreline are you there yes i'm here yeah you ready to play yep all right steve get out of here Bye. For those playing at home, Aaron has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you do only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Yep. What is the capital of Germany? Pass. What is the standard garnish for daiquiri? Uh, pass. <laughs> what is another name for garbanzo beans? Brown bean? I don't know. No. <laughs> Which legendary mall opened in 1992? Mall of America. Correct. Nice. What year in the 90s did Princess Diana die in a car crash? Uh, 96. Nope. 97. Yes. What does AOL stand for? Always online. No. Uh, America Online. There you go. <laughs> yes. Alanis Morissette had the 90s hit album title titled Jagged Little What? Pieces. No. Uh, shards. No. Pass. Oh, beginning with A, what is the real first name of singer Pink? <laughs> what was the first entirely computer animated film? Uh, Toy Story? Correct. One, two, three, four, correct. How about that, man? 
Happy Monday. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah. hey, I mean, you know something. Stop, I mean, Bill. Aaron, Aaron did what you were supposed to yes, do. Yes, you he passed. passed on things he didn't know. Yeah, you didn't stay not, on anything. Not feeling too smart today. That's eh, fine. That's None me of every us day. are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're in the right place, Aaron. Right. <laughs> awesome. All right, Steve. Are you ready? All right. <laughs> <laughs> what is the capital of Germany? Uh, Munich. No. Oh, dang it. Uh, <laughs> Germany City. No. Take me down. I... Belgium. No. What Belgium. is the standard? I don't know. <laughs> what is the standard garnish for a daiquiri? Um, mint. No. Uh, lime. Yes. What is what? another name for garbanzo beans? Oh, oh, what the hell? Um, uh, I like them too. I can't think of the name of it. I'll pass. Oh, crap. Oh. I see it, but I Which can't. Which legendary mall opened in 1992? The Mall of America. Correct. Okay. What year in the 90s did Princess Diana die in a car crash? 92. No. 91. No. What's, what's the question again? What year in the 90s? 93. Did, no. Damn it. <laughs> what does AOL stand for? America Online. Correct. Alanis Morissette had the 90s hit album titled Jagged Little What? Pill. Correct. Beginning with A, what is the real first name of singer Pink? Hey, Anna? No. Andrea? Mm-mm. Amma? No. Amma. Amma Pink. Amma <laughs> Pink, everybody. <laughs> Is it someone in H, the Garbanzo one? No. no. Okay, never mind then. Wow. <laughs> I, was, I spent the entire game trying to think about that, BJ. It was really yeah, hard. Yeah, I, 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 I can appreciate that. I had left delicious. brain working on the beans and right brain trying to answer the questions. It didn't go well. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, you did get four correct, which is a tie. You didn't lose. Oh, Aaron, you were so close, my friend. Ties lately. A lot, man. You could have got Jagged oh, Little Pill. Oh, I'm, getting Aaron, I'm, get, I'm guessing Aaron was too young for that album. All right. Uh, does anybody know what the capital of Germany is? Is it uh, Berlin? Correct. I couldn't think of that. Yeah. All right. Can you, did you figure out garbanzo beans yet? No. And it's bothering me. Chickpeas. 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 Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Ah, doesn't begin with an H, though. That was the, there's so an you, H in it. Uh, chick? Yeah. yeah, there is. Okay. All right. I'll give it to you. It's, My brain it's, saw an H. Uh, yeah, if yeah. it were, if they ha- if they grew them like in the rural parts of America, they would be hickpeas. Hickpeas. Uh, hey, but uh, it was yeah. There's so there's an H. Uh, one <laughs> one that Aaron did get correct was uh, what year in the '90s did Princess Diana pass away? In the car crash was in '97. Well, yeah, I thought it was earlier in the '90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how you get that one. You have you have to take three guesses out of ten. Well, you just gotta hope for the best, right? I remember being old enough to understand what was going on, so I would have assumed late '90s if I was being asked the question. You were old enough to understand what was going oh, on. Yeah, My aunt was that. in tears, really crying. Well, I remember oh. that whole like the 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 scene of the, the, the car. Yeah, you know, I honestly, did a horrible thing for my kids because I didn't tell them anything. Joey and Sarah, they don't even know or care, do they? Probably not. No idea. Nope. No. Yeah. No, so we, we did. Yeah, we weren't broken up about it in our household. <laughs> to be honest, like in my head, like if, if I was thinking of like uh, turn, like the like things that happened in the nineties. Like I thought it was earlier nineties before Kurt Cobain even was gone. Yeah. I. I. If you would have asked me which came first, I would have said Kurt after. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, going on to the next one, though. Does anybody know what the real first name of singer Pink is, beginning with the letter A? Amy. Amanda. No. Oh. Uh, Anastasia. No, but that's cool. Angela. Ashley. No. Angela. Who's Augustine. the boss? Do you guys give up? Audrey. Adam. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's Angus. Adam. Think <laughs> of another famous musician. Who... Oh, um, uh, uh, Avril. Adele. Adele. Alicia. Apocalyptica. Alicia. Who's Alicia? Alicia Keys. Oh. Oh, isn't that. she more of? Well, I guess she is a singer. Yeah, yep. she is. All right. 
She's not that famous anymore. She's done. Okay. Uh, In my book, I'm not saying she's not famous everybody else, but she's done. When you didn't get to, what was the first entirely computer animated film? You got this, Steve. Ooh, uh, oh, uh, Toy Story. Correct. Damn. Yeah. If you would have gotten to one more. <laughs> Damn. We too much time on those MPs. And you can, thank, uh, you can thank Star Trek for that, by the way. Ha! Why do I have to think? <laughs> ha! That's all I'm saying. Ha! 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 Yeah, uh, Pixar, actually, the first thing they ever did was a computer, uh, the first CGI scene, I think, in a movie uh, was Pixar, who did it for Star Trek Wrath of Khan. They showed a little graphic of something happening in the movie, and it was a really cool-looking graphic at the time, and it was Pixar that made that. Huh. The, the ha. company the ha. company that became Pixar. Ha. So the first time Pixar ever did nothing, it did anything, was Wrath of Khan, baby. And for you Trek fans, it was when they showed how the Genesis device would work. Well, duh. And, yeah, come on, you know. Ha! Yeah. Ha! Ha! That's right. Star Trek's responsible for everything, bitches. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, Steve. You did not win. No, I didn't. I didn't lose, though. We got a poll that found the most common passive-aggressive things that we do at work. And, okay, I, you know, it's interesting. I never thought about some of these things as being uh, passive-aggressive, but I guess it makes sense that it is. Sometimes I'm not even sure if I know what the true definition of passive-aggressive is because sometimes it would say, someone would be like, oh, that person's being passive-aggressive. I'm like, I didn't even notice them being passive or aggressive. I <laughs> just thought they were just being just whatever. I'm a, you know, I'm an aggressive-aggressive person for the most part. So that's why, I mean, which is kind of redundant, but I guess that's the idea is that if you're open, if you're, if you're overtly aggressive, you, you're not being passive at all. You know, people pretty much go, Oh, that guy's being mean to me. You're more like a passive aggressive. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, well, I'm glad a lot of people didn't rush to my defense on that one. Yeah, Thanks, guys. Really no, everyone nodded in approval. Yeah. yeah, they did. Yes, they did. Well, the number one thing on the list is probably what you're doing about it right now, Steve. You're gossiping. Except you're not talking behind my back. You're saying it right to my face. Right. Is it gossip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So gossiping and talking behind people's backs, I, I guess I forget that's passive aggressive. Yeah, because they don't know about it. And that's a way to like vent your frustration. But you know what's funny is I just I just view that as being a gossiper. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not like if, – if I walked into the kitchen you guys are like talking about Joe. Yeah. I'm like, guys, you're being passive aggressive. I'd be like, oh, God, you guys are really gossiping about Joe? Oh, yeah. I get it. Like, you know, he has a weird way of hitting on girls. But you, you can tell him <laughs> yeah. to his face. He'll, he'll agree. Yeah. That's not gossip anymore either. Yeah. That's no, pretty much open knowledge. Yeah. I'm okay with gossip if it's, if it's about a coworker that I don't really care. <laughs> I know it's really? terrible because it doesn't really do any, it doesn't change anything for me. Like, it's just, a, I think it's a fun story if someone's got like a crazy story about a coworker that they did something terrible or stupid. I'm just like, oh, that's hilarious. Whereas if it was like something about like someone I'm close to at work and a, like a, a close acquaintance or a friend, then I'm like, oh, I don't want to hear that, man. That's not cool. Ah, okay. So you don't mind hearing juicy stories as long as you have no idea who they're about. Yes. Much. Like you don't know the person. Right. right. If I have no like if I have, I have no like stake in the game. So I guess for you that's just gossip as opposed to passive aggressive gossip. Do you think gossiping is passive aggressive though? I don't know. That's, I mean, according to this list, yeah, it's the number one thing, but I'm with you. I didn't think of it that way. I mean, from, like, once again, just the very, like, simple view of, like, you're doing it to complain about somebody that you don't like, but you don't actually tell them about yeah. it. Yeah. So it's passive in that way, but I don't view it as that either. No, that makes sense. When you spell it out like that, I can understand why I'd be put on this thing. Yeah. Yeah, what you want to do if you're going to complain about somebody is you want to go to the boss and complain about that person to your boss. That's the best thing to do. And also, number two on the list. Is that- <laughs> 
Complaint and resentment. Pretty much if your coworker was a jerk last week, you know, somebody by the name of Danny, you would go to your boss and say, look, Danny uh, has, you know, has got a really, he's a jerk. He's got braces and he tries to get me to be fatter than I am. Wow. And I don't like him. That's the two things that bother you about Danny? That's That's what I, yeah, the braces and the, and and actually I, you know, it was just the one thing, but today it's the braces. It's now two things I'm complaining to the boss. You're welcome. You should have thought that through before you agreed to put these braces on your face, Danny. No, it's, yeah. I do everything to troll BJ. I knew oh, I I thought it was going to be a stretch to go to HR and complain about you, but now I got two things. That's fine. I'm very excited about it. How about this one? And again, this is it. Uh, you know, at work, giving people the silent treatment. Oh yeah, that's happened to me before. <laughs> really? Oh people yeah. Just say nothing to you at work. <laughs> well, the the best part Dude, about that's it. like something like ninety percent of our workplace. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. like you like get in the elevator and you see a coworker and you smile at them and they look down and I'm like, what the hell, like. Like, what do you think I'm about to do? Like, you know, I'm just oh, saying wow. hello. And it's just wow. like heads down. And I'm just like, what all right. Ha- I mean, granted, I wasn't wearing a shirt wow. at the time. But, yeah, you know. Your pants were off. Yeah, we got it. Pants were still on at that point. Okay, good. I yeah. hadn't gotten up to the 14th yeah, floor see. yet. <laughs> yeah, see, being shirtless is, yeah, the, you know, me, of course, I revel in that. But the average person doesn't See, like that, but yeah. it, that's one thing. I don't think that's actually silent treatment. That's just more awkward. Yeah, I've yeah had, you're I, right. I've literally been on the air with people before who would not talk to me outside of just having the mics on. That's it awesome. Was, it was like, hey, how you doing? Nothing. And it was like, wow. oh, okay. She, just, just say Sarah's name. It's she's fine. Oh, well, no, no. Sarah just yells at me. I was going to say, so. Sarah would not do no, the no, silent no, treatment. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I wish there would be a silent treatment every once in a while from Sarah. That doesn't happen. That's true. I've had coworkers in the past before, though. Like, and it wasn't—I never gave them silent treatment, but in my head, I just wanted to be like, "Just stop talking to me." <laughs> like, I don't know you. You're saying weird stuff. I don't want to. I don't want to have this conversation. I'm just trying to pee. Like, get out. No. Just let me go. Gotcha. Just let me right. be free. Yeah, I, that uh, unfortunately that is um, that's not on the list. No, I know uh, it's not passive aggressive behavior. Somebody bothering you while you pee um, should be on the list. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. Hey, you got something to say? I got something to say. Say it! They're wild, mad, and on the loose. This is Listeners on the Loose. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. It's Listeners on the Loose, where you pick the topic, you guide the show. If you get on the air, well... Do what Steve wants you to do. It's a simple thing. We all just want you to bring some energy, show some energy, bring it. Otherwise, the gong will be hit, and we'll have to say goodbye to you, brother. Goodbye, old friend. 206-421-ROCK. Text us at 77999. Uh, Someone just texted and said, guys, did you happen to catch Rick Rubin on the Joe Rogan podcast? It's a pretty awesome listen, especially when he goes into deep dive on the system of a down song, Chop Suey. I think you guys will get a kick out of it. Yeah, I guess uh, Rick uh, revealed to Joe that um, when he was working with System, uh, how he helped Serge Tanky and come up with uh, some of the lyrics to their hit song, uh, like you said, Chop Suey. System of a Down song called Chop Suey. It has this big bridge section in it where Serge the, didn't have words for this one part of the song. He said, well, you know, I don't have words for this, and we were finishing. It's like, okay, he didn't have any ideas. And I said, okay, pick a, pick a book off the wall. Picked a book randomly off the wall. I said, open it to any page. Tell me the first phrase you see. He opened it. First phrase he sees. That's what's in the song. And it's a high point in the song. It's incredible. It's the part farther un, unto your hands. You have it. Why have you forsaken me that yeah, part? I'll yeah. Try to, uh, it's wild. Father, dear hands, why have you forsaken me? Yeah. 
it, 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 I get chills. Yeah. It's so cool. That is awesome. What book was that that he hoped that he say? He said a random book. It's a random book. The Bible, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought, Danny. It sounds very biblical. Well, I, I mean, good I think he didn't grab Dr. Seuss's book and be like, why don't I have green eggs and ham? I like them. Sam. Wow, that is green a, eggs and ham. All of that is. I would have that, loved that, that too. Green that, eggs and ham. I feel like they made a big mistake, and that should be the version. I mean, oh, the they have lyrics that go. say, uh, you know, grab a brush and put a little makeup, but they say it super fast and blah, 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 is how it comes out. So That's I'm like, crazy. It, I thought that would have been the line. That's amazing. I that, honestly didn't even think that that line st- stood out, but now I guess I'm going to have to listen to the song because he says, like, contextually, it makes no sense mm-hmm. to the rest of the song. But he just, and that's such a great part of that song. Yeah. yeah. It, this was my karaoke go-to for the longest time to the point where people started writing in karaoke books under System of a Down, please stop. So that is honestly the best part of the entire song. Like when you sing it or even hear it, I, I get chills every single time. It it blows me away. And, it, and I love and it, that it came from a book. It's a make em up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess in a way, plagiarism, but we, we'll leave it alone. We won't. That would be far. funny. Whoever wrote the book hears this interview and just sues them. Yeah, I'll get some cash. If I, if I, that's one what I'm going to do. fish, two fish. Yeah, that's the one you want. fish. <laughs> wow. By the way, uh, if, you, if you watch that interview, I haven't seen Rick Rubin in a long time. He looks like he just came basically from a cave after giving advice to people who march, marched up to see the meaning of life. Oh, he's been looking like that forever. I, geez, I guess I haven't seen him in a way long time then because I don't remember him looking like that, like Santa Claus. I don't remember him not looking like okay, that. Okay, yeah. Been, it's, then maybe I'm thinking of a different guy. Yeah, uh, because earlier, I mean, he basically looked the same way without a white beard. But obviously it's gotten darker over the years. But he's always kind of had like this big bushy beard and hair with the thinning hair on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that that one the some reason with the white hair it just makes me think like he looks like a, a, a like a yogi. But you're right. With he the talks dark like hair one too. Yeah. He's a He's a pretty deep dude. Yeah, he um Man, all right. Well, you know what? That's kind of a cool. Sometimes you got to help out a dude. Hey, open a book, see what you can find. Do you have a favorite line from a song? Like since that was like his favorite line from apparently oh, from that. Oh boy, good and, like, question. Like line, not like actual chorus or verse, just like single line. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 
15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I know uh, so many. Zig a zig, dag a dig a doo doo from That's the Chili Pepper song. Line. That's a good, That's one, a good one, too. Right? Yeah. How, yeah. About, how yeah. about you, Danny? I bet it's from Green Day. You know, honestly, probably. I, I I love the opening line to Basket Case. Do you have the time to listen to me whine? It's a great line. <laughs> it is like, a great. It's a great opening line. Yeah, it's like such just like a cool one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean for me, if I, I don't have any like tattoos that have words on them, like I don't have it. I don't know. It's never been like an intentional thing, but I've always thought like the there's a line in the Pearl Jam song where he says it makes much more sense to live in the present tense. And I always love that line. Oh, that's cool. Because especially the part that leads up to it is just like, you know, you, it's like you can spend your time alone re- redigesting past regrets. Yeah. But it makes more sense to live in the present tense. Which I always thought that's such a that was such a powerful thing the first time I heard it by Pearl Jam. And I was like, man, Eddie, you're speaking the gospel. Because <laughs> you're right. Like, why am I beating myself up over whatever things I've done in my life that haven't been awful, but maybe I just beat myself up over them because, you know, you just that's how you you mess with your own head yep. and it's like no just just keep living in what what's now as opposed to like worrying about what you did love it i love when like a single line can be that deep you that was a I game mean? changer for me yep. yeah game changer i had the same feelings but mine came from a disney song Funny oh, do we don't talk about Bruno? No, actually, but same movie, Encanto. Oh, okay. Oh, man. The first time I listened to Surface Pressure, and uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda did all the songs for this, uh, but this one one of the characters, she's always doing everything for everyone. And oh, the so, sister. Yeah, yeah so, the elder sister. Oh, yeah. So there's a part where she's just like, uh, under the surface, I'm pretty sure I'm worthless if I can't be of service. And I'm just like, I need to go to therapy because he said this line. Like, because she's talking about like was hercules ever like yo i don't want to fight cerberus like she doesn't have that opportunity to just not do anything to relax she's always having to carry everything literally and figuratively for her family and she's just crumbling away and everyone's like oh no you can handle it yeah don't worry about it you your your sister's got it look at that uh, man that's how about that lyrics get you brother i yeah myself and a bunch of other friends in my age group we just cried like babies over this movie (laughs) it's so good it's for you i'm sure it's the that great line was it? I'm too sexy for my cat. Too sexy for my cat. Poor yeah. pussy. You're close. Poor pussy cat. Yeah, you're very, very close. It's uh, oh Mickey, you're so fine. Oh, okay. so fine. Yeah, you like blow my mind. <laughs> hey Mickey, 
Hey, Mickey. I do my little turn on the catwalk. Yeah. I shake my little tush on the catwalk. That's a, you know what? That's a good one. Yeah. You know, it's number two on my list. Uh, but, the, you know, Mickey is so fine. You know, that's got to be the number one lyric in my life. And uh, that's it. Uh, I was going to go with Baby Shark, too. You know, do, do, do. do, do, do that. Yeah. The Grandma Shark part, man. That brings oh, me to that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. when I thought I needed to see Forget a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's some cool stuff, man. It is uh, Listeners on the Loose, where you pick the topic, you guide the show. 206-421-ROCK. Text us at 77999. So it's the best line from a song, You Drive Us Wild, We'll Drive You Crazy, from Kiss. Oh. You drive us wild. We'll yeah. Drive you crazy. All right. Ooh. Yeah, That's I remember. I know that line. Night. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know that. Does that mean, does that, is that like a big Kiss lyric for you? Because you're, I mean, you are a Kiss fan. Oh, I mean, or, you know, Doctor Love or Love Gun. <laughs> Yeah, all of the all of the real deep messages. Yeah, I was more of a fan, man. And we can't play a lot of it because it's a it takes forever, but and it's also foul language. I was more of a fan of the in between spiel that Paul Stanley would have at Kiss concerts. Like there was a, I think I played it for Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it for Love Gun? I think it was Love Gun. Yeah, yeah. it's from the Kiss Animalized tour, yeah. and it's a tour video when I was a kid growing up, and. In the video, I mean, it's a full-on concert. It's a great concert back when they didn't have the makeup on. But Paul would always have the most just mind-numbingly dumb in-between song banter. But it was always like a lead into a song. But it was always like this weird, like, I'm bragging about being a ladies' man. I'm bragging about being a rock star. And his little spiel that went into the, 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 the to Love Gun was that he went to a doctor and he's like, I saw the nurse. And the nurse is like, how you doing? He's like, I'm doing good. And she's like, well, why don't you take your pants off? And he's taking his pants off. It's 501 jeans. And he's like, and then all of a sudden, she, <laughs> she, she reaches her hand down my pants. And then he's like hugging himself, pretending that he's making out with her. Yep. Wow. And then he's like, she pulled out my. And then the whole crowd is like, not even tracking 100%. Love gun. <laughs> What'd she pull out? Love gun. And Love gun, it's like, what did I just witness? What, what, yeah, what a phenomenon yeah. right there! And it goes on. The story is a good three minutes. Yeah, it's longer than the song. That's hysterical. You needed a break, man. Man, <laughs> I needed a cigarette after that. Yeah, I remember being like a teenager, going, "Man, being a rock star is cool." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just go to yeah. the doctor. You go to the doctor, and I mean, because you're a teenager, what are you thinking? I need somebody to address this issue. <laughs> yeah, that's all I care about. And it looks like that he's getting his issues addressed. BJ and Migs mornings on the Rock ninety nine point nine KISW. DJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. It's listeners on the loose. You pick the topic, you guide the show. 206-421-ROCK. Text us at 77999. Let's go to Chris, the bus driver in Tequila. Chris, you are on The Rock. Good morning, guys. How are you? Not too bad. Chris, what you got for us Chris, today, Chris, would be a lot better if you honk your horn. Oh, okay. Uh, let's... There, nice. I just honked it. Right on. Thank you, brother. <laughs> No, All right, Chris, now that hey, you've guys, made Steve um, happy, <laughs> the five-year-old. <laughs> for the last, it's on the Seahawks, um, for the last uh, two seasons, not this season, I was an air courier. Um, I flew COVID samples for all of the major sports teams, including the Seahawks. And uh, what that job consisted of was arriving at the VMAC at X amount of time to pick up their COVID samples and then hop on an airplane and fly them down to the nearest lab in either Los Angeles, Houston, or New York. Dude, I bet you could have sold those. 
Oh, I'm fanatics. And you know, you know, if anybody picked, who do you think from this show is going to go to jail? I think, <laughs> want, I think we know who's going to. You guys want some KJ right yeah. COVID samples? Okay, <laughs> well, you know, and, and there's no stress because if those uh, samples got lost, you know, the game couldn't be played. Um, oh, oh, no, no so, stress at all. That's a television. No stress at all. Wow. So I, I had the opportunity to meet um, all of the players. I'd get there, you know, an hour or two early. And the first person that arrived almost every morning was Russell Wilson. He really did have a heart of gold. That man, we also got to raise the 12th man flag um, oh, last season. And he also uh, told us, you know, before the game that he would get a W for us. And we did not get the W. And he actually really apologized to all of us in the facility when we were doing the COVID testing the next day. Um, and just based on his heart, the guy had a heart of gold. I mean, he really did care um, about everything regarding that team. And being able to see that perspective from my point of view really made me um, admire him. And also another shout out to Tyler Lockett, that guy. Oh my God, he is just the best. He walked up to me one day after the season ended and he goes, you good, man, you good, man. And I said, you know, I'd be better if we take a selfie together. And he just ran right up and, you know, I almost got in trouble for that one, but man, it was awesome. That's yeah, awesome, it. dude. I, so that's, I think he's a good dude, but he's, he's clearly doesn't, he's not, a, he's not able to keep his promises. Yeah. That's, that's what we've seen. He's a, he's a promise breaker. Yeah, so what yeah. you've confirmed is, is that Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson breaks promises promise breaker. and breaks hearts and yeah. won't take selfies, but Tyler Lockett will. Yes. That's what we've, I would I would just like to say this. I think I, I, here's what irritates me about the always positive people, because coming they, from the always miserable person. Exactly. There's yeah. no doubt about. It. And when I moved here, this is what I noticed about Seattle. There's always a silver lining to the point where there's nothing ever negative. And when you come from the Northeast, it's the it's the reverse problem. There's never a positive attitude. There's always some problem. At least where I come from in Massachusetts. And I think that's the thing that gets me is like, look. Yes, it's good to be positive, but there are negative moments, and you know science tells you that you need to honor the negative moments once in a while. You need to acknowledge that it's not okay well, right maybe now. Maybe they are. Maybe they just don't want to do it around other people. But like, so you're mad at somebody for being positive? That I, seems kind of silly. You're mad at somebody for being fake positive, and because life isn't like that. That's what I'm saying. Is that. Yes, it's good to have a good attitude, but it seems like Russell's never had a bad day, and I think that's... In your eyes, he hasn't, but I'm sure in the locker room, he has. I'm sure amongst his teammates, he has. Amongst his coaches, his friends, and his family, but he's... He's also a media figure, and he's just doing what he's doing for the, in front of the media, in front of the public. Well, I'm trying to come up with a reason why people don't like him. Because, look, mm-hmm. Steve, obviously there are people who don't like him, and yet we get these calls but of saying he's a There's also a lot of guy. people who love him. DK Metcalf being a one. That's Tyler true. Lockett has said nothing but great things about him. We had A.J. Francis, a former Seahawks, speaking glowingly about him. And So there's been plenty of people that have a lot of love for Russell Wilson. There's also a lot of people who don't. Some people are just polarizing. That's what I'm saying. That's why I bring up a reason being is is that sometimes when a person is always positive, that does – because I know some people who have been all about affirmations in their life, and, and I'm like, dude – you can talk in the mirror all you want. And once, you know what? Once in a while, stuff happens, and you're just going to have to deal with it in that way rather than go, I will not be sick. I will not be sick. I will not. It's like, no, acknowledge that you're sick and be with it, and then you know, move on like everything in life. And that's maybe one of the reasons. I know that was one of the reasons when I came here when somebody tried to tell me that there was a silver lining to a person in my life dying. Hey, yeah, but the good news is, I go, no, you know what? My friend is dead. There's no good news. Right, of course. That's what I mean. And uh, Because we are trying to figure out why would somebody not like a guy who seems to be a great guy? Honestly, I don't put any thought into that. 
I just assume that some people just aren't likable to some people. I, I, <laughs> I really do not spend any time wondering why did not why did Richard Sherman and Doug Baldwin not like Russell Wilson? I'm like, they probably just didn't like him. See, I have people in my life that I see them, and I'm like, I could live I could live with or without this person. But you know what? I'm not going to be a jerk to them. But like they and they've done nothing wrong. I'm just like they. I just don't vibe with that person. I'm sure there are people in my life that feel that way about me. What am I going to do? Like, I'm going to lose sleep over it? No. <laughs> But you don't lose sleep over anything. Where I, I lose do. sleep over I everything. I lose sleep over plenty it's, of stuff. But I guess that's definitely not going to be one of them because I can't change their opinion. See, that's the thing. And with if, with you, I don't know what you lose sleep over. That's the thing. I mean, because you know, you're a pr- relatively private guy, but I don't really mm-hmm. know a lot of what you lose sleep over. A couple of things. Whereas me, I think you know everything I lose sleep over because I tell you what I lose sleep <laughs> over everything. I mean, you name it, I lose sleep over it. Here's an important question. All right, what do we got? It has nothing to do with Russell Wilson unless he likes pineapple on pizza. Someone says, hey, I know the famous debate of pineapple on pizza, but what about anchovies on pizza? Personally, I don't want fish with my pizza. Bacon, sausage, pepperoni, even pineapples are fine, but no fish. Is and that, black olives, ha ha. Is that a hot take? Because nobody, I, I, I don't know. I know some m- people that love anchovies. I've never tried anchovies It's a minority, pizza, I'll tell you honestly. that. I don't like them. They're I, super salty. I, my mom would always eat anchovies out of the can on a tortilla what with the some hell? mayonnaise. Okay, yeah. that's crazy. Wow. That, that was her like go-to Whoa. snack when I was a they're kid. They're salty, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, super yeah. salty. Yeah. Because they're in like a, a Caesar salad. Yeah. Sometimes like, when I went to Vista Prime Steak and mm-hmm. Seafood, they would like do it right in front of you and, yeah. add, and you'd taste the anchovies. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah, and I, I don't mind anchovies at all. I, it would be interesting. I've never, But I've never tried them on a pizza. I've never been in a situation where I could order them. See – the problem is is that you get good saltiness from the cheese, and you throw anchovies on there, forget about it. You're not going to taste the salt at all. Did yeah. they say no olives either? No olives. Oh, I used okay. to be anti-olives on. on pizza, too, for the longest time. What happened? You know, I don't know. I don't really have a reason for why I started liking them. <laughs> you got more mature. Okay. What, should we try to find this out? We're not going to figure out why Doug Baldwin doesn't like uh, What about I, you? How did you start liking olives again? I think it all stems from my time having olives inadvertently on my Subway sandwich. Oh. oh. And I used to be anti-olives on anything. I'm like, that's just trash. Unless they were the green ones you could put in your fingers and you kind of <laughs> and then you eat them. Like, okay. That was cool. But black olives, didn't I want anything to do with them. <laughs> and then they were in my sandwich. I'm like, this is actually pretty delicious. And then it just kind of went down that road. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> That's not even a reason. You know what I mean? I thought it is maybe. a reason. How would it? No, That's you a good reason. Olives no, inadvertently were on my Subway That's sandwich. That's what I'm I bit into it. I enjoyed it. And then I started eating on my but pizza. there was no reason why they were trash before then. I didn't like because- the taste of them. But then how did you start liking the taste of them? A man's taste changes every five years. Uh, yes. It, every, really every That's five years? That's a rumor. I don't know. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Somebody said that and I believe it. It definitely changes as you get older, for sure. Yeah. Well, that we know. Yeah, there's I, certain about... things that I used to love that I don't oh, love. I thought it just happened as a kid. Like, you know, you became an adult and you started liking things you didn't like as a kid. But then I thought that it was locked in for the rest of your life. You're saying every five years? Well, you know, I can't. Wow. Dude, you're asking. Don't. don't well, I mean, look, me. I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I always entertain these ideas. I and mean, you read it somewhere, so. It's got to be based on no, something. I love olives on pizza now. Damn, dude. Tatum's so obsessed good. with olives. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. I love, I, I was the same way. I hated them as a kid, but now I love olives. Like any kind of olives, actually. But I don't really like eating them just plain. Oh, see, I'll eat them all day long. Yeah. Out of the jar. Yes. Oh, wow. I don't know about that. If they're black olives, I'll do the same. I have a couple cans at home and I'll just start eating them like crazy. Really? But I don't like green olives. 
Well, it is a whole different flavor. Yeah. yeah I like not refined. I like I'm not. I, I get the canned ones. Any of the fancy ones you get at the like uh, the bulk area, the fancy grocery stores. Oh, yeah, I don't like those. I like the green. You mean what fancy groceries are like QFC? Oh, I mean, yeah. they all have the olive area. I know. Oh, I don't know. So I was thinking Whole Foods. Like QFC is pretty fancy. I mean, Walmart doesn't have it. I like That's the green stuffed olives right. with like garlic. Oh, or yeah. Or the feta cheese. Oh, Greek forget ones. about it. Ah, yeah. All day long. What's but. the red crap that's in them most of the time? Uh, Pimentos. That, yeah, there you go. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. You asked the question. You I did. know I did, but the thing is, is like it just you said, like a light switch or something. You went from hitting olives, now you like almost every olive there is. Yeah, I'm pretty cool with olives. <laughs> These are hot takes. I just, I don't know. Well, like, and then like, some people, like their taste changed after COVID. Like my wife, well, that I understand. She does not like green peppers anymore, and she used to be obsessed with green peppers. Interesting. Yeah, like now it's just like just, they just taste funny. Like bell peppers. Yeah. Okay. Well, COVID's legit. Yeah, I mean, it's more bell. Like it could be a, a, a yellow one or another color, but a lot of times there's just green. so many green peppers these days that like yeah. it's a lot of times people are like, "Why well, I don't like green peppers?" I'm like, "Which ones? Anaheim's, Poblanos?" I go down the list. Yeah, I just assumed. Yeah, you're, but bell you're peppers. Right. I get yeah. you. I get you. Yeah. Well, COVID's changed a lot, man. Uh, that doesn't surprise me at all. COVID's messed up a lot of well, people's like her, taste buds. Her uncle used to hate anything spicy. Now it's like spice does nothing to him. Oh, wow. Like, well, again, it, that makes sense. Yeah. It's crazy how that is, though. Did you ever hate something that you love now, BJ? I sure do, and you're still on the show. Hey. Uh, you still love oh, me. No, actually. Yes. No, I never did love he you, did I? He just admitted it. Yeah. Seven years ago. Because yeah. apparently, according to Texas, it's every seven years that your taste buds change. Oh, oh okay. it's like the seven-year itch. I'll say in about half a year, you're going to love me. Oh, God. See, I need to start keeping like in my calendar, like dislike onions, oh, yeah, and then like I send an alert in seven years and try them again. Maybe oh, yeah. I'll like them because you don't like raw onions, huh? Hell no! You know what? If you do that, I will be shocked that you would actually make an appointment. First of all, you would use the reminder app. Right. I well, did. You would, you... I, I, I now use my reminder app. Oh my God! You know what? I need. You know what? You embarrassingly admit these things begrudgingly. If you, you got fake grass, and now you're using the reminder app. For one thing, I want. I want representation. I really thing, want. Huh? I, I want shoutouts. Yeah. Any guesses? I have a reminder for one thing. Uh, Peppa Pig. No, nothing to do with my child. Oh, is it eating? Something no. to do with eating. I get a pretzel when you go. Ooh. Get a pretzel at the fair. Dongsgiving. Dongsgiving. No, it's monthly. I, I have no. Idea. When you change my air filter in my house. Yeah, I oh, that. oh, you're doing that every every don't because do, uh, I bought some nice ones that say you don't have to do it every month. I know, I don't know what's true and what's not, but with the air conditioning, I just want to make sure things are good. And I got a good deal on Amazon, so I'm like, I don't mind doing it once a month. And you put it in the reminders. But I, that all being said, I get the reminder, and I'm like, what the hell is this? And I see it, and I'm like, I'll do it later. And then a month goes by, and I finally do it. <laughs> so it's like, still, I'm doing it every two months. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this? Not a shock to me. <laughs> but I'm using the reminder app, BJ. Good job. You're ignoring the reminder app, yes. too. Every time it goes off, I go, what the hell is this? You need and I to- just dismiss it until it goes off again in a couple of days or however long it you need your wife to record something on that reminder so that her voice will come out and tell you to do it so that you'll feel more compelled. No, then I'll just say, I'll get to it later. And I never <laughs> get to it. Congratulations. <laughs> Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. 
How much does bankruptcy cost? Well, bankruptcy costs, of course, vary depending on what type of uh, case you're filing. There's a certain amount of, of, of court costs and other out-of-pocket costs that you're going to have in any case. Uh, the, the filing fees in a bankruptcy case are, are about $300, whether you file Chapter 7 or Chapter 13. Uh, one of the things to watch out for when you're shopping for bankruptcy attorneys or, or looking at the different cost options is that a lot of times, especially the really cheap uh, places, don't tell you up front about the, all the court costs and whatnot that you're going to have to pay in addition to the attorney fees. So make sure that you get the full picture when you're talking, when you're comparing prices of bankruptcy lawyers on what the attorney fees are, how much your court costs are going to be, so that you can really make a true comparison. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis us anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 